0: Hi, I'm Eric. And I'm Megan. And this is Cinema Super Collider,
1: where we're smashing up cinema, one movie at a time.
0: Greetings, my friend.
1: We are all interested in the future, for that is where you and I are going to spend the rest of our lives. You are interested in the unknown, the mysterious, the Unexplainable. That is why you are here, my friend. Can your heart stand the shocking facts about...
0: Cinema Super Collider
1: On this episode of Cinema Super Collider, we take a look at the 1997 adventure thriller Horror movie, Anaconda.
0: Boy, is this ever a star-studded movie.
1: They put everybody in this movie. Though I think for a couple of these folks, it was very early on in their movie-having careers.
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: And then some of them it was
0: not. So we have Eric Stoltz, Owen Wilson. We've got Ice Cube. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. J-Lo. Yes. And, of course... John Voight. John Voight in The Role of a Lifetime.
1: (laughs) Well... I mean, John Boyce had many roles of a lifetime, I feel like, over the years. I don't know that this is one of them, except it may be the one that he gets remembered the most for, other than like the Deer Hunter or whatever.
0: Yeah, the Deer Hunter and uh, uh, Deliverance.
1: Oh, the Deliverance. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. He played banjo with the creepy kid, or he played guitar no, 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 that was the other guy. No, that, that wasn't, wasn't him. him. Yeah, yeah, he's
1: like the main guy, isn't Yeah, he?
0: Well, Burt Reynolds, I think, is kind of the main guy.
1: Burt in that. Reynolds, I feel like, is the anti-hero in that. Well, he, well, he kind of is,
0: yeah. He's yeah. the one that's like, he's the super macho one that ends up getting everybody messed up.
1: I mean, you know, that that whole movie is just a, it's just a experience in bad decisions and...
0: Yeah. It's a really good movie. Uh, uh, I mean, we should. I, I, we, it's probably not appropriate for our show. We don't do no. just good movies, but it's <laughs> an interesting one. That it, it, more attention is due to the movie Deliverance because it's, it, the, it's a few of like the most cringy scenes are the ones people remember from that film.
1: It is a pop culture like, touch point, I yeah. think, yeah. for there's a number th- of reasons. Yeah.
0: There's this guitar thing. There's the squeal like a pig thing. Mm-hmm. There's like the arrow through the neck thing. And... like. People don't remember most of the rest of it. But Burt Reynolds was good in that.
1: I think it's one of those movies that people know the references from, but never watched the movie. It's like Soylent Green. Everybody knows that Soylent Green Greenest is people. people right? But I don't know that in this day and age, many people have actually sat down and watched Soylent Green the movie.
0: I think that's true of a lot of movies that are classic movies in this day and age. There's so many, and they're so widely available slash unavailable and because of the lack of cable or broadcast tv where you're sort of spoon-fed whatever is kind of coming out mm-hmm. at that time you know like well what's on what's on hbo what's well we're on talking this?
1: about two movies from the 1970s yeah. too. i mean it's it's I know that for the two of us, 1970 doesn't feel like it's that terribly far away, but it is
0: terribly far away. At this oh yeah, point. no, no, no. It's just that the the buildup of movies over the years has just become like impossible to catch up with. Well, you if, can you, watch, unless you're like a film student or something. A lot of these things you won't watch.
1: You can watch anything, anything you want,
0: anywhere you want, at any time you want. At this point in in the world, more or less. For the most part, like Hawk Jones, I'm trying to find Hawk Jones, and I can't find that anywhere. What the hell is Hawk Jones? Hawk Jones is a, a cop movie uh, made with entirely little kids. Okay, it's an entire little kids cast, but it's like a like a 70s gritty cop drama,
1: and uh, all uh, right.
0: it's it's you know it's well, my white whale.
1: Here's the thing, Eric, if you I'm, actually wanted to spend money. On, on your No, effort. it's not
0: even available. I, I think I'd have to buy the DVD. You if, could if it's probably available.
1: find it on like an eBay or some crusty corner of the internet somewhere. As long as you were willing to pony up the cash to get a copy of it.
0: Yeah. Well, as as I was saying, it's my white whale. And speaking of white whales, oh my god, Anaconda is kind of a mashup between Moby Dick and Jaws, and like a, like a cabin in the woods horror film kind of like you know people get killed off one by one well
1: right i mean you know yeah yeah that's just how how these sorts of movies work anaconda is kind of a confusing movie from like a box office standpoint because on the one hand this movie is not a flop this movie made a lot of money um it had a 45 million dollar budget and i believe it made like 160 million dollars worldwide something like that yeah I'm I'm
0: I have 136.8 up okay. on my screen right now. All right. So 136 No, I mean I remembered that exact I, I, I studied that and I remembered 136.8. Oh. It's no. not up on my screen. Got it. Okay. Uh-huh. It's the theater of the mind. Sure. Yeah.
1: So so it made it made a substantial amount of money. Uh, and it didn't like break any huge records, but it people went and saw the movie. I remember going and seeing this movie in the movie theater. Really? Yes, I did. I I distinctly remember that I hated it. (laughs) I remember being in the theater and being like, this is garbage. So, So it made a bunch of money, but at the same time, it was not a high quality film. And it got nominated for a ton of Razzies, none of which I believe it won that year because there were
0: worse films out there. It's not that bad. It's just... It's lazy. It's, well... It's kind of fun to watch it. Well, that, I mean, it's, there's a lot of laughs in it. That's the confusing thing, is,
1: is is when it first came out, everybody went and saw it, spent a bunch of money on it, hated it. Critics didn't like it. Audiences were like, eh, whatever. But it has since developed this cult following, because in some respects, it is really bad in amusing ways. John Voight is a caricature in this film.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. He knows exactly what kind of film this is. And he gives a bravura performance, I I would say.
1: He leaned right into it. Now, the confusing thing is, is, I always think this character is from Louisiana based on the accent that he uses when he speaks. But he's supposed to be from Paraguay. And it really sounds like somebody doing a ridiculous backwoods bayou accent yeah exactly and he's got like stringy long hair it's gross
0: yeah does he have a ponytail yes I think so. yeah. he
1: does but it's like it's that stringy ponytail that like people with like really thin hair kind of can get because there's no volume to it so
0: it's just sort of like loop. yeah he's balding on top and he's got thin stringy well, hair I that's mean- been all collected to the back and braided up I mean how old do you think he was when he made this movie in his 50s? I would say probably 50 something. Something, Yeah.
1: yeah. So, you know, I mean,
0: say early 50s. You I can't would say.
1: you can't fault a dude for losing some hair. It's just what happens. No,
0: no, I'm I'm not faulting him for losing losing hair. I mean, he is the best thing in this movie, really. I mean, there's there's a lot of things that are fun kind of and okay. Uh, Sort of <laughs> about this, uh, but he's definitely the thing to watch because whatever he's on screen, it's always a laugh.
1: So, Eric, just in a nutshell, what
0: happens in Anaconda? Well, a group of filmmakers is uh, going down the Amazon to film uh, some lost tribe somewhere, and they get uh, they go out of their way somehow and Pick up this guy uh, whose boat is sinking, John Voight. I'm not going to use the character names at all because I don't uh, remember the character name for yeah, John Voight. He's yeah. just
1: like his name was like Sarone or something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I could look it up, but I'm not. No, it doesn't it's, matter. It's We're, John Voigt. It's John Voight. They yeah. pick up John Voigt and the whole mission goes sideways, and it turns out that it's more of a. Giant Anaconda snake hunting expedition for John Voigt, and he takes over the the boat full of documentarians and uh trouble ensues.
1: Yes. Snakes. And snakes ensue. Snakes. Snakes on a boat.
0: <laughs> snakes on a boat. There are snakes on a boat at one time, but mostly it's about the giant anaconda. Yes. Which is uh, rendered, <laughs> rendered in CG and in puppetry they, in yes. a very poor way. They used
1: both practical s- snake puppets and also CGI. The CGI cost, I believe, a hundred thousand dollars a minute. This is ninety seven, so like I get it. You know, it, it was.
0: It doesn't look good by today's
1: standards. It, it didn't look good by then standards either, because I remember watching this movie in the theater and being like, why didn't they just use a fucking snake? Like, why didn't they just find a snake? Because like, snakes
0: don't behave that way. In any.
1: Well, I know they don't behave that way, but like you could have, look, we, we have a grand tradition of B-movie makers using snakes to menace people. There, well,
0: yeah, it could have been done in a much they better way. They could have done this differently. They wanted to make the snake look very, very quick and animated because they because could. Because horror. Because
1: yeah. scary. Because I don't know. Because I guess most people assume that snakes are just like, they're like faster than sound. And they're going to kill you. Yeah. I <laughs> like all, always. I, I did look up a few things about anacondas because I was I was curious to see if like is this a thing? Would an anaconda like try to eat a human? Apparently, anacondas would rather eat other anacondas. That's like one of the things that they do. They're carnivorous and they're cannibalistic. So, you know, if if you got an anaconda and then another anaconda and then a human, yeah, they're just going
0: to eat the other snake. Right. And they probably want to eat that fits into their maw Instead is, of human beings? Human beings I don't I don't care how big the anaconda is Unless the human being has been broken up into pieces They're not going to be able to swallow you Well, that's why they squeeze you real hard I guess They smoosh all your bones You get the privilege of hearing your bones crack Yes And then your veins explode Explode Yes
1: That sounds a little more like Carlito in like uh, uh, Scarface oh. Is
0: that the character's name? Oh, I don't remember
1: Yeah yeah. yeah, it sounds a little bit more like Al Pacino. Say hello
0: to my little yeah. friend. exactly.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that that sounds. Weird. No, he sounds more like this. Like he's. Uh, he sounds like, like he sounds like Adam Sandler from the fucking Waterboy is what he sounds like. Or no, the guy who's his friend. Oh no, uh, that's right. It's uh, the Rob Schneider the character. Rob Schneider, you can do it. Yes, that's, that's it. Yeah, that
0: is what he sounds like. It, and he has this frowny mouth that he does like turns down the corners of his mouth. And makes he's making a face the whole time he's acting. I know. I mean, he's got an acting face on.
1: It's like he's making fun of... Uh, it's of, a Popeye. <laughs> no, it's, I I kept thinking it was like he's making fun of Robert De Niro. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, that's the face that Robert De Niro makes when he's, like, being, like, a gangster. Yeah. In those, you know, the yeah. Godfather or whatever. Yeah, he's like, got his
0: mouth turned down and he kind of looks back and forth, like, hey, you talking to me? Yeah, yeah. it's it's exactly, it's, yeah.
1: it's like he... It's like he's like, okay, I'm going to make a pastiche of all of the great acting uh, moments of you know various actors' careers. I'm going to put them all in one character and then copy Rob
0: Schneider. Yeah. Well, the film starts with a cameo by our one of our favorite actors, Danny Trejo.
1: Yes, who is is listed in the credits has
0: no lines. He speaks either Spanish or some version of Portuguese Portuguese. or something on the radio. But at the beginning, he's on a boat. Right, right. he's a poacher. He, he's a poacher, he's on a boat, and the, some giant monster under the boat, <clears throat> the movie's called Anaconda, we, we don't see a giant monster, though. And some giant monster under the boat is menacing him, and he ends up climbing to the top of the mast and shooting himself, rather than get eaten by the giant monster under the boat. That's the the introductory thing. I
1: mean, look, would you rather, this is a would you rather situation, would you rather take things into your own hands, or... Potentially be swallowed and then barfed back up and then swallowed again by a giant snake. Am I in a movie
0: or am I in real life? Both. Let's go with both. What? In your, your you're in a oh, movie. Oh, in a movie, it's better to be swallowed and then regurgitated for sure. In real life, no, I, I don't, I don't want the experience of being swallowed by. A giant snake. Yeah, I don't think that that would be fun.
1: Yeah, I. Th- I mean, I'm on. I'm on board with. But this having decision. hearing, hearing a, hearing a bones crack. Yeah.
0: No. No, I can't do it. Mm-mm. Mm. No. I got to think of Justin Wilson, the Louisiana chef.
1: Yes, that's better. Yeah. You, you're 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 zeroing in on it, but you got to get closer. You got to get closer. No, I can't do it. I I. I, I <laughs> no, you sound like you're talking for Torgo, our cat. Now, I,
0: now it's Torgo's voice. Yeah. our cat's voice. Anywho, so it starts with the Danny Trejo cameo, and then he's out of the film. He's Yeah. Then we're introduced to the main characters. There's Jennifer Lopez, who uh, we're referred to as Jennifer Lopez or J-Lo. J-Lo, yeah. She's the
1: director of this documentary film crew. So she got hired by Eric Stoltz,
0: who's a science he's an expert in tribes finding person. tribes
1: yeah he's okay. like you know what he's probably a top rated anthropologist oh he's on the anthropologist
0: ranking board yeah, yeah. he is i would imagine i would imagine it's probably so. not the top not the way this happens
1: no no yeah. no no and he- here's the thing y'all i could swear and I cannot find it anywhere, but I could swear that I heard that for some reason Eric Stoltz did not end up doing the role the way that he was supposed to do it because he's like supposed to be the, one of the stars. Him and JLo, I think, are like the two stars of the film.
0: He probably read the script. I know. <laughs> he, he accepted the movie before uh, reading the full script. He, and then he read the script and said, nah.
1: No, I'm not going to do this. Yeah, he he abruptly exits the film in a way that kind of keeps his character around, but also kind of doesn't. Which is why I I feel like I had read somewhere that something had come up in real life where he was like, I'm not doing this movie. But we'll get to that. So yeah, so we got Eric Stoltz, he's the he's sort of the smarmy, you know, yeah, leading lead man lead. type. Yeah. Guy. yeah. And
0: him and J Lo they have some sort of past together. Yeah. And uh, then we have the sound man. And the production assistant that's uh, Owen Wilson and uh, Carrie were Carrie were from I remember from MTV something or other. She
1: was the co-host of MTV game show called Remote Control-
0: oh, which okay. is an
1: excellent show. I don't know if there's any way for you to watch it, but if you didn't see it when it was originally on the air, it involves like every hot comic from that period of time. It was her and Colin Quinn who was, a, a blip on the MTV <laughs> on the MTV radar back
0: in the day, but uh, yeah, she's in this film. She's cute. Oh yeah, yeah. That's there's two cute chicks and two two cute guys, and then like a cast of. Uh, uh, like, well, you and know, the remaining people. Well, and the thing is, is there's also Ice
1: Cube, who he's is... the sound man. He's the sound guy, of course, right. because he's the musician, right? There's Mateo, who's the captain of the boat slash pilot. And he clearly has something dark in his past.
0: Yes, he's got spooky long hair.
1: And he's gross, and nobody likes him.
0: Yes, but he's the one who knows how to drive the boat down the Amazon.
1: That is correct. And for the first 20-ish minutes of this film, I was very, very critical of his spanish until i realized that he was not speaking spanish he was speaking portuguese and that is my duolingo knowledge <laughs> failed me because i was like that is just that is not what you do that is not you right, are is not, not speaking, correct spanish you're not speaking spanish sir yeah yeah they were in brazil so um, yeah. i'm dumb
0: yeah well i mean i'm not saying you're dumb i'm just saying that it's uh, you could easily confuse the two
1: i did not realize yeah i did not realize
0: so they all start on this on this boat trip. It's like the jungle ride at Disneyland.
1: Right. And know. they're they're joined by what I'm assuming was supposed to be the on camera like narrator.
0: Oh right. The the British dude. Who's
1: actually played by an Australian actor. Oh, is he? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And apparently during during the course of filming, uh, Owen Wilson in one of the scenes is wearing a shirt that says good day, mate, on it. Uh-huh mostly just as
0: a, like a poke at that actor. Uh, Well, that guy's got the, the most of a character arc in the movie. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, you you know, know. he starts out as a a British asshole and then he,
0: He's like a like a colonizing sort of like British dude who like demands people carry his fancy luggage for him, and it's right. like, "Be careful with that luggage, boy! It's full of expensive wine." And all he wants to do is drink expensive wine, and he's got a little golf set up so that he can practice his drives on the boat. And he's just really supercilious and a pain in the ass to everybody.
1: I did find myself asking the question, and I understand that there are people out there that are still looking for that last corner of the world that has been unexplored, but I did find myself asking, what in anyone's right mind would make them want to get on essentially a slightly larger than average pontoon boat in sweaty, nasty jungles of the Amazon to go looking for people that they don't even know exist?
0: Ask Werner Herzog.
1: No, I understand why Werner Herzog's doing that. Because he's insane. He's looking for
0: yeah, chaos and He's looking for chaos, and, hostility,
1: right. and murder. Right. And that and you know what? You can find a ton of that in the jungle even if you're not looking for that's it.
0: That's right. Yeah. That's right. The primordial jungle is that's one of his things. That's where it all is. That's so, where all of the death is.
1: But Werner Herzog is he's he's an exception to the rule. These are all fairly normal
0: people. Well, Jennifer Lopez, this is supposed to be her big break. Her big break. break. Yeah. She's done some other documentaries, and the British guy's like, oh, yeah, she's shown some promise. In and her I do work. believe
1: that this is actually one of JLo's first, like, star turns in a movie.
0: She's a good actor.
1: She's, I think she's perfectly great.
0: I think I think she did as much as she was going to do with what she was offered. which She's is, got a character arc, too. Does, sure. I mean, uh, she's, she starts out as being very much dedicated to being a, a, a documentarian. Mm-hmm. And then she sort of has to take charge as, as things in the movie go sideways. And she is able to step up and become uh, a much more uh, proactive type of individual.
1: Yeah. And she's able to outrun a CGI snake.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! So I rewatched it this morning just Oh to no! Like,
1: why? Well, Eric, I was, Eric, Eric, Eric oftentimes re-watches the movies that we watch just so that he can like really remember all the stuff that happened. I wanted in to. Re-
0: well, the reason I rewatched it is because people die in a certain sequence in this movie, and that I is didn't. True. Re- I didn't remember the sequence that they died in, and so that's kind of why I rewatched it. But. Rewatching it, I didn't really pay that close. I mean, I think I remember the order of, of deaths. Well, but Danny Trejo is number one. Danny Trejo is number one, but he's barely in the movie. Right. But uh, I think I remember the order of deaths in the movie, uh, which was my goal. But when I was re-watching it, I was playing with my phone most of the time. So, I, I only looked up when I knew a cool scene was coming up.
1: I, I don't blame you. I believe the order of operations here is Danny Trejo, Owen Wilson, yeah. uh, Mateo, Oh no no no! I'm sorry. It's Danny Trejo, Mateo, Owen Wilson. Oh, Owen Wilson, right? Then in rapid succession, uh, David Attenborough from Wish.com.
0: Oh yeah, no no no! He's toward the end, is he? Yeah, he's in that waterfall at the end. He becomes kind of like a hero by the end. So t- t- but, towards the end, they, uh, they there are several different. Well, well I, listen, I saw the whole thing. This I know. Morning. I'm just, tr- I'm just trying because
1: like Eric Stoltz doesn't die. Eric Stoltz somehow is underneath the boat doing scuba things, and a hornet gets in his mask and stings him in the throat, and they have to do an emergency tracheotomy.
0: Gets in his mask, right?
1: Right, because John Voigt is like John
0: Voight hit a secret hornet in the, yes. in, the uh, in the regulator. Yes, because like, that's a thing that can happen. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. So he
1: doesn't die.
0: He doesn't die. It's Mateo dies first, Uh then Owen Wilson dies. Then Owen Wilson. Then, uh, uh, let's see. uh, I thought it was Wish.com David Attenborough. No, it's uh, uh, Carrie Wurr. Oh okay Carrie were Carrie dies and then very shortly afterwards it's wish.com David Attenborough Okay and then, then that's, uh, and then it's John and, Voight And then it's John Voight
1: Right because yeah. he tries to he tries to use Ice Cube and JLo as bait for the anaconda Oh yeah
0: thing he does yeah.
1: And you can't you know you can't do that because they're not going to stand for it
0: Yeah So I mean it goes along like a uh, it's all, you know maybe like a heart Heart of Darkness, sort of thing, too. I mean, it it kind of has that that sort of because they're going down the river, don't get out of the boat, you know, that sort of thing, like Apocalypse Now kind of thing. So there's like several encounters. So they're going down the river feeling fine, and then they encounter John Voight's boat is is on fire and on yeah. fire like save my life save my life and they take him aboard and they say who are you and he's like oh i'm a paraguayan priest but i now i hunt snakes and like you're a poacher he's like no poaching is illegal and uh they go okay then and so then they set off with him and he says no you got to go this way and eric stoltz is like no 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 I know this river. You go that way. And, you know, John Boyd is like, yeah, whatever. I can tell you a story about this. You go down this thing into the river until you see a giant wall and then you follow it. And Eric Stoltz is like, yeah. And then there's a snake head at the end. I know that legend. And he's like, oh, this is a, the legend of the Indians you are seeking. And he's like, no, that's a different legend. You're, you know.
1: You don't fuck with the top ranked anthropologist people
0: because yeah. they know their folklore. So and so the first thing that happens that goes astray somehow their like uh their their propeller gets caught in a rope. Right? So he's so Eric Stoltz is Eric like Eric Stoltz goes overboard with the scuba gear to mm-hmm. take the rope out but like we said uh, there was a wasp in his regulator, which stings him in the mouth, and then, and then swells they, everything. he swells everything up. Now, this is the one of the first points is like, why doesn't John Voigt just let him die? John Voight pre- performs an emergency cricothyrotomy on him, I guess, so that he can use the pretense that he needs to be rushed to the hospital because I, th-
1: I think it could be I, I think it could be one of three things. Okay, first, you're you're. Thought, tense thought which is right. like okay we got to we got to get him to a hospital and i know the fastest way to do it right number two and probably the lesser of of the the reasons is look at me i'm a good guy i just saved your friend's life right. so now you should really trust me because i'm here to help you
0: right i think that both of those things work yeah
1: and then number three is lazy writing
0: yeah I, I, i'll 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 give them the i'll give them the first two Sure, so they they go down and they're following a, a path that they don't really know, and they come across a a wall, a wall like, right. like someone
1: has been like this portion of the Amazon River is out of commission, please
0: right. <laughs> it's like when Disneyland closes part of the ride, it's like no yeah. you can't it's like you can't it's still ride under this yeah, this part of the ride is closed. yeah,
1: you can peek over the wall if you want, but like don't don't
0: don't go through it right. And uh, there's also I mean, there's some character business on the, on the I wanted to call it the arc. It's not an arc. It's, it's not a book. an arc.
1: I mean, if it was, then there would be two rappers. There would be two Wilsons. There would be you would have Luke and Owen both on
0: there. Oh my god, that, then, that kind of an arc, right? And
1: then you would have you would have two uh, ex VJs. Uh, yeah. You'd have Kennedy and Carrie. Were oh my. You would you would have J Lo and. Uh, what would it, JLO lo equi- Shakira, you'd have JLo lo and Shakira on sure, there. Sure, yeah. And then uh, you'd have Eric Stoltz and some other red-headed ex-80s actor.
0: Uh, Carrot Top.
1: That's a, that's a insult to Eric Stoltz. Well. He's not
0: really an actor, he's a prop comic. Oh, okay.
1: But, I mean, how many red-headed actors are there out there I'd from see the a, 80s? the
0: only image that came up was Carrot Top, so.
1: And then you'd have John Voight and, um...
0: Burt Reynolds. So,
1: yes. Oh my God. Could you imagine this movie if it was just John Voight and Burt Reynolds on a on a raft? reprising their
0: roles? You just yeah. No. Be,
1: it, they they could do the same script except Burt Reynolds could be J Lo, which would be really creepy in the seduction scene that happens later on, and then Ned Beatty could be Don, uh, Danny Trejo at the beginning.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Poor Ned Beatty. Right. So they find this wall and they got to blow up the wall. Right.
1: <laughs> and John Boyd's like, I just happen to have a bunch of dynamite. Here you go.
0: Yeah. And Owen Wilson's like, oh, wow. Is that real dynamite?
1: At no point like, does Owen Wilson say "Wow" in this movie. which wow. Yeah, it made me a little sad. I was waiting. I was like, does he say "Wow" in like every fucking movie he's in? He oh, does.
0: wow, is that dynamite? Yeah. No, yeah. he's just like, oh, is that dynamite?
1: Yeah, it is still Owen Wilson.
0: He, he was yeah. Well, he's young Owen Wilson. He hadn't this worked is, out the "Wow" yet.
1: This is this is like very early like major film career Owen Wilson because he had been making the rounds in a lot of indie films like Bottle Rocket and whatnot, and then I think he started getting oh bit,
0: wow Bottle Rocket yeah. A movie I've seen. I've seen that movie. I don't remember much about it, though. I remember it was kind okay. of liking it. I know the critics loved it, and I saw it, and I was like expecting to really love it, and I thought it was okay.
1: I think this is also- It's a like Richard
0: Linklater movie, I yes. think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it was before Slacker, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. Wow. It was before Slacker. <laughs> All right. I will stop, stop doing that right now. So, they blow up <laughs> this wall, and the wall explodes, and snakes it's... rain down on the boat. You got
1: snakes on your boat baby like, snakes yeah go back to your mama yeah that's, yeah that's yeah you go back
0: the, to your mamas
1: i'm glad that john voigt was not terrified of snakes but apparently several of the actors on this film were very scared of snakes and it did cause problems with filming because th- there's a lot of snakes there's a lot
0: of fake snakes but there's also a lot of real snakes too yeah Yeah, and Megan has an affinity for snakes. I love snakes. And I am I don't have the same affinity. I think they're cool. And I also have no fear of snakes at all. I was exposed to snakes in grade school. They brought a snake in. It's like, oh here, go pet the snake.
1: Yeah, they do all kinds of like education things. Like my my I'm gonna I'll I'll name drop my favorite YouTube channel for snake and reptile things, Snake Discovery. If you are someone who likes reptiles or you have a kid that's like super into snakes and lizards, like go check out Snake Discovery. Snake Discovery. Yep. I, I could watch... We are not sponsored by We're Snake not Discovery. We're not sponsored at all. They have no idea who we are, but mm-hmm. uh, I really like them, and I enjoy watching their baby snake videos where the snakes are hatching out of their little eggs. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, like who also loves snakes is uh, Matt Dillahunty, who's like my favorite atheist broadcaster on YouTube. He's part of the atheist experience. Sure.
1: Sure. Eric mm-hmm. has... He's got uh, several favorite physicists and then he also has several favorite atheists yeah I, yeah, the atheist the atheists.
0: yeah the atheist community kind of got uh, uh sort of taken over by like kind of weird beards so i don't really find what
1: that on anyway. the internet i can't imagine that happening
0: yeah it just it, it's there was there was a time that back in the 2000s when they were kind of cool, and then it stopped being cool. In any case, so we're going down the river. Eric Stoltz is stung by a wasp, right? He's he's he's, <laughs> he's uh, uh, incapacitated with a cricothyrotomy. He's got a pen in his neck. He's breathing through a hole in his neck, right? And so John Voight does what he needs to do to steer them to this wall. They blow up this wall and go find the boat that Danny Trejo was on at the beginning of the movie. Sure. Right? So they go to that boat— John Voigt discovers a box that has a sp- special snake darts, like like reptile reptile uh, sedatives, <laughs> reptile sedatives, sedatives, and a dart gun, or like a tiny little crossbow, and I think like a rolled up snake skin or some kind of thing. Yeah, it's like got that.
1: an anaconda skin in it, and that's when we were introduced to the concept. Well, I mean, everyone knows what an anaconda is by this point, but we are introduced to the concept of a gigantic motherfucking snake. That John Voight's like this is basically my white whale. I want
0: to catch one of these. Yeah, and everybody's like, no, no, we're not we, going to look we're, that it. We're making it. a documentary. <laughs> we're making a documentary. Shut up. Sit down. And so this is the part where Mateo bites it.
1: Yes, Mateo bites it, and in quick succession, Mateo bites it, and then John Voight figures out the weak point in the crew, which is Owen Wilson, and is like, "Look, your your film is basically fucked, right?" Mm-hmm. Eric Stoltz is is he's basically out of the movie. Yeah, yeah.
0: And John Voight's like, if we don't get him to a hospital in a day or so, we might as well just throw him in the river. We need to get back, right?
1: Well, no, it's but, not really
0: true, but that's
1: no. The pitch is the pitch is Do you want to make a lot of money?
0: Right, right.
1: Do you yeah. want to make? Because the thing is, is nobody's ever caught one of these, you know, alive and. You could film it and think about how much money you could get for that movie. Yeah, we're
0: not going to find the lost tribe of the... Yeah, at
1: this point, fuck it, those yeah, guys. Yeah. Like
0: So, like, might as well make a movie about capturing a giant snake. And quite frankly, he's right. You'd make a lot more money oh, with the giant yeah. snake documentary. Look, I'd rather see a giant snake documentary. Meanwhile, Cube is shooting video the whole time, so good for him. Yeah. I mean, in the end, uh, uh, Cube escapes. It's un- it's unreal that at this time, like one of the black protagonists doesn't get killed. No either bo- first or ever both both of the brown people on this boat they're the
1: survivors yeah because j-lo and 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 ice cube are the ones who survive at the end mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah they're 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 twisting our expectations of lazy
0: movie making yeah you expect the cube's going to get killed cubes was having a good day
1: which he name drops in this movie. Yeah. There's a, there's a line. There's. He's,
0: he's listening to his own music, I think, on a boombox at yes. one point. And uh, fake David Attenborough's like, I could hire someone to kill you, probably for $50. And, and Cube's like, or I could just do it for I, I could, could kill just kill you Cube right for now. For free. I got a little pocket knife here. You mm-hmm. see this? He's like, oh, bother. And then goes back to hitting golf balls. So so now we've got... a. Uh, uh, We've got Mateo is down. Mateo's out.
1: So John Voigt's the one who's. Gonna- we, but they
0: don't know. Mateo's disappeared. Right. For the crew. The crew's like, where's Mateo? And uh, John Voigt's like, I'll go look for him some other time. I don't really care. And so J-Lo is like, listen, we are not stopping. We are not leaving without taking him. And he's like, oh, do you speak for everybody? And everybody on the boat's kind of like, yeah, I guess she kind of does. We want to stay. It's like, you know, okay. And so, she's like, well, we're going to park the boat here and shine lights on the boat. And John Voight's like, yes, do that. That's good. That's good. Park here and shine lights on the boat. We're going to do that. Meanwhile, John Voight, he kills a monkey, shoots a monkey, and puts it on like the winch of the boat. Mm-hmm. He's fishing. And, yeah, he's fishing. It's he's, just, like, uh, just fishing. like in Jaws. Yeah, yeah. snake fishing. Yeah. With and a dead so, monkey. Snake fishing with a dead monkey, and it works. Uh-huh. They catch something. They catch a giant snake on the end of the dead monkey. Mm-hmm. And um, its snake breaks through the window and menaces J-Lo in the galley.
1: The snake just generally is an asshole. John I mean, Voight pops up and shoots the snake in the mouth with the tranquilizer dart. But not before the snake knocks
0: all the fuel off the boat. Right. Except for one one canister. That's it. Right. And that's, that, that's another part of the movie that's like a pure red herring because it's like it it's like one of the driving forces for this thing until it isn't and then it kind of is and then it sort of isn't. Uh they didn't need to introduce it, see this is the thing. They didn't need anything with the fuel. They could have lost that whole part of that. They didn't really need anything
1: with any of the complications, except maybe Mateo because they wanted to park the boat for a while. The thing is is it's like the movie is called Anaconda. We want to see them versus the Anaconda.
0: Yeah, do we really though?
1: Well, we, we want to we want to because we think it's going to be cool until we see it until we see it because the thing and then is we go, no
0: no more let's search for fuel barrel some more if,
1: if your movie is named Anaconda I want to see a cool snake or I want it to be like Jaws where I don't see the cool snake and it's just like hanging
0: around that there's a giant fucking snake right well one of the things about jaws was they made a robot shark and it it looked terrible it was dumb it looked terrible so spielberg is out there with his dick hanging out in the wind like i'm gonna make this movie and now i've got this terrible rubber shark i can't show it in the movie right excellent it worked great because you didn't see it except for very brief amounts of time when it was terrifying because it was on screen for approximately 2 to 3 seconds at a time.
1: That's true. Now, one choice that they made in this movie was to do a lot of POV anaconda shots where it was like, oh yeah, snake vision. Yeah. And yeah. uh uh it's like uh, this looks more like like something out of Benny Hill, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like it could have very easily had the Benny Hill soundtrack underneath
0: it as the snake is
1: like running around the Amazon.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? No, no, no. You're absolutely right. I forgot to mention that John Voight, in addition to finding his crate with the snake, uh, the tranks <laughs> in it, uh, also finds an a incriminating picture up on the wall. It's like a, a news clipping that shows him and Mateo holding a snake. So, like, we know that him and Mateo were in it together. Right. From Be- the beginning.
1: Because we needed that extra layer of...
0: of right, because... I mean, sure yeah it well gives- i mean it the j-lo picks it up later with line she does and they in and, and they make it come to fruition but again it's like it's not really it doesn't really move the story for unnecessary
1: anyway. you have like the, the the most interesting part about this movie about this story is there are two forces of nature both of whom are destructive and potentially i'm not gonna say evil because snakes aren't evil they're just snakes but, like, you've got John Voight. Captain Ahab. Versus the Anaconda. Moby Dick.
0: That's the story. Yeah. We all, I mean, I didn't have to read. Or he's read. sort of Quint, maybe. Is he? Is he? Well, is Quint Captain Ahab? I mean, you know, from Jaws is, is it like, I mean, he's, he's crazy to kill the shark, right? He's crazy to kill the shark, but, like, I feel like... In Jaws, like Quint and the shark. Doesn't he break the radio or something so they can't call for help? Yeah, no, he does. So, that's sort of crazy. And I think the radio is broken in this one, too. I, I don't know that. I think the radio is out of, like, radio signal. I think yeah. that because they're know. so they deep. Couldn't, I mean, there's, you can't. If, if there's a radio working, then you would say the movie's over, call for help. Right. Obviously, the radio has to not be working. So, yeah, but I know, think,
1: I think the that the assumption was at some point the radio was going to stop working, so no one was really that upset about it. But yeah. but yeah, I think, I mean, in Jaws, Quint and the Shark are essentially kind of the same creature because they're both dead-eyed dead-eyed forces of nature that just want to eliminate each other. Yeah. So now
0: they got they don't have a pilot to the boat.
1: Right? No, but but very quickly, uh, Ice Cube learns how to pilot the boat later on. So I I mean, it's a boat. I've driven boats before. Granted, not as big as this one, but like you kind of go forward and back, and you can turn. David Attenborough knew how to do it. Mm-hmm. So
0: yeah, well, the so, so the snake we we the, did the thing. The snake attacks the boat, breaks the window menaces J-Lo, gets, gets, a, tranked. gets tranked with a dart in his mouth, and yet still somehow drags Owen Wilson to his death under the water. And it's the worst CGI because... Oh, yeah. That is the funniest it is moment the, in the movie. He's the
1: dumbest. he gets So he gets eaten by the shark, or not the shark.
0: Oh, wow. Uh, I said I wouldn't do that. I was a,
1: He gets eaten by the snake, and then as the boat is driving away... Under the water, we see the snake swim by and it like reveals a big lump in its snaky tubularness that has a face.
0: Owen Wilson's shocked and surprised face. Yes. As if he were saying, Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 He's inside a snake. So that was dumb. So now, now, uh, uh Kari Wurr is upset because she was together with, uh, Owen Wilson and she's crying and, J Lo's comforting her and uh
1: John voit voigt's like, takes Hey you guys it's like
0: yeah, he throws like a branch in the water and he goes like is yeah, spiritu sanctu whatever or something <laughs> and like <laughs> it
1: was so dismissive, yeah. It's it like some sort It makes yeah. me wonder if that was an improvisation on his
0: part because it's such a It dick wouldn't move. surprise me. Such it a wouldn't dick surprise move. me. It's like the only Latin he knew from uh church back in the sure, day. You know, yeah. like dominoes spiritu tuo. <laughs> you know, this says spiritu sanctu, blah blah blah. Yeah. Go with God, you know, and and uh, the the ladies yell at him and say, you know, you're a brute. And he's like, well, maybe I am. But now you've lost your pilot. You've lost Owen Wilson. All you got's Ice Cube and this English guy. Uh, Eric Stoltz is the, out for the count. He's so the, uh, he's out of the I'm movie. the only one that's going to be able to help you get up this river. No one else is going to be able to, to find the way back.
1: Right? Yep. So we're hunting snakes, whether and you so, like it or not. Let's go.
0: Yeah, the ladies are kind of like, well... I guess okay. I mean, it's like you know, J Lo is not really ready to to stand up and do this. And uh, Car- Carrie Warder is just sort of like she's she's been so traumatized. She's like uh, the woman in a uh, uh, Night of the Living Dead. You oh. know, it's like Barbara. You know, she's just sort of like whimpering in the corner for the rest of this film.
1: The the remake of Night of the Living Dead. They they retooled that character, and I do give them credit because Barbara actually has agency and goes out of her way to to fight against what's going on oh i didn't see the remake of night of the living dead i mean i don't know that i would recommend it over the original the original is such a classic for a reason you know like it it really works on a number of levels except that particular character she's just like an extra bag of human you know just
0: plot right So now everybody's like upset. So, because John Voight is clearly a crazy person, he's pointing a gun at everybody and it's like, you know, bossing people around the boat. And so, like, everybody's like, holy shit, this dude's crazy. We need to do something, so they hatch a plot. Mm-hmm. All right? The plot is that J Lo puts on some neutral colored lipstick. She
1: she puts on a lipstick that's the exact
0: same color as her lips, and I'm not getting you know going to critique her for that. It's but, about, but probably some chapstick, maybe you know, it's just like, no. It was a lipstick. It was a lipstick. It but was yeah. It was exactly the color of her lips, and so she goes up into the uh, pilot's uh, uh, cabin up there, the the bridge where uh, John Voigt is, and she's going to use her feminine wiles on him. She's like, she's like oh.
1: You know, since we're not going to make this documentary about the the Shishimiruddin Indians anymore, I was thinking that we could make it about you catching a snake because, you know, this was supposed to be my big break. And I just, I, I don't I know. I need a man to protect me. I need to do these things. And, da, da, da. and you then need
0: she has eh? uh, Oh, she has to kiss John Voigt. It's a long time since I had a woman. Oh, you're getting closer. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, you uh, are. Uh,. And then Ice Cube breaks through with like a gaff to try and like hit John Voight and is like, hey, John Voight's like, hey did you think I was that stupid? And then the uh, the English guy comes Wish. through Dot with com. a- Yeah, Wish.com, David Attenborough comes through with a golf club through the window. Yeah. And knocks uh, uh,
1: I think he hits him a couple of times, actually. Yeah, yeah, I think he
0: does. He's <laughs> like, do you want me to hit him again and make sure? And they're like, no, just tie him up. And, and he's and like, are you sure? Because I'll do it. I really enjoyed that, I have to say. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, I'm sorry to admit it, my friends, but I really enjoyed that. i rather did.
1: Well, we get the, the- I think the thing that precedes that and kind of sets it up is that you know at the beginning of the film he's like ordering ice cube to take his bags up right to his room and then once john void has taken over the the boat he turns the gun on wish.com david attenborough and is like Hey, take my bags up to the pilot's nest, boy. How dare you tell right. me what to do? Exactly. So
0: he's like, "What do you mean, dare?" Just, uh,
1: just muttering, just yeah. general muttering.
0: Yeah. Uh, how, do, well, how, how do you presume? I, how would, you, how would you presume if I threw you in the river?
1: Now, here's the thing. I get why we don't. <clears throat> I get why the people in this film did not just say, like, take John Voight and just dump him over the side of the boat. For anacondas to eat.
0: Yeah, I mean, that would be really cold. I mean, even considering everything that's happened, he hasn't directly murdered anybody. Uh, Yes, I suppose. It It only comes after the next scene that we find out that he... Uh, that J Lo has figured out that he set is the up. architect of all of their problems. Right, he set we'll, it all up. So they've got him tied to some. Uh, it's not tied to the mast. He's Just tied boat, to some, boat, some boat support thing. Yeah, and they run aground next to like this big beautiful waterfall. And so it's sort of like, oh, now we're stuck at the waterfall part of the movie. And so Cube is like, I got to go to this side and tie the rope over there. Uh, David Attenborough, you got to go to this other side of the boat, tie off a rope over there. And then we'll turn on the winch and then somehow it'll get our boat unstuck and then we'll be fine. And everybody's like, okay, great plan. Right, uh, Kari Wurr is still on board, like, r- losing her shit. Yes. So while the while these guys are going out to tie the ropes and do this thing, Kari Wur comes up to John Voight and threatens him with a knife. Yes. And he's like, don't look in the eyes of someone that you're going to kill. It will haunt you forever. And she's like, uh... <laughs> And then he jumps up and like strangles her with his feet,
1: with his legs, <laughs> with his thighs. He gets he gets her neck between his thighs, and it's very reminiscent of that Famke Jansen Bond girl scene where she's choking James Bond by jumping up on his
0: shoulders and trying to kill him with her thighs. Oh yeah, death by thighs. Yep. But John Voight's thighs. Ooh
1: again yes you know. <laughs> yes
0: and he also he mutters some uh, uh, Latin prayer or other and throws her over he calls her little bird uh, goodbye little bird and I think he calls
1: all I think he calls both Jlo and her little
0: bird Oh, okay well she goes over this this is term she's yeah she's she he kills her and throws her overboard. And uh, grabs the knife that she was going to, she was menacing him with, so that mm-hmm. he can escape. Right. Drops the knife so that he can escape. Right. Mm-hmm. So they go and they they attach the ropes and do this and that, but things go sideways once again
1: because the snake shows up and someone has dropped an entire human body into the river
0: as bait. Right. And so, uh, in in all of this panic, uh, discount David Attenborough has to climb up the rocks by the waterfall. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, they're trying to shoot the snake from a distance, and then John Voight gets loose and knocks the gun away, and then they point the gun at John Voight, and then John Voight knocks the gun away from that. And uh, to make a long story short, Discount David Attenborough gets eaten by the snake. It's like hanging onto a tree outside Mm -hmm. of the waterfall and sort of whips its tail around him and like crushes him and eats him. It whips its tail back and forth. Whip my tail, tail back, back and, and forth. I whip my tail back. Okay, and so now we've got rid of discount David Attenborough. Yep. He's and so dead. and uh, uh, John Voight is now loose.
1: He's loose, but there's like only there's three people on board. <laughs> there's yeah. there's John Voight, there's J Lo, and there's Ice Cube. Right.
0: That's it. That's it. Everybody else is dead. Except Eric Stoltz wakes up at just the right time and stabs John Voight in the back with a hypodermic needle so, full of snake tranks. Yes. And he falls in the river. Goodbye, John Voigt. And then he sure won't pop up later again. Never. And Eric Stoltz immediately. Exits the movie again. <laughs> it's he's like, oh, that was really tiring. I need to lay down for the rest of the movie <laughs>
1: for the rest of the running time. I am asleep.
0: Yeah. Bye. Right. He had a bandage on his throat. It was a little bleeding a little bit. So yes. I, I guess he was breathing through his, his. I think they show him breathing through. Yeah. His, well, he's his... able to speak. So I mean, it's he's obviously briefly he's yeah. able
1: to speak, and then he just yeah. he he falls back uh, into the bed and remembers being in better
0: movies like Mask. Right. Okay. So they've gone through the waterfall. Now they run up against a sawmill. Right.
1: Well, they run up against uh, the fact that the boat is rapidly running out of fuel. Right. And there's a sawmill, and maybe they have some fuel. Maybe they have fuel, because they have machines, and machines run on fuel. So right. they park the boat, and then they go in to find some fuel. j and
0: Cube go in to find some fuel. And
1: they do. They find some barrels of fuel. Hooray. Mm-hmm. They're saved.
0: Yeah, guess who's hiding out at the sawmill.
1: Guess who instant concusses them. Yeah, it's John Voight And <laughs> <It> concusses them. <laughs> yes. Exactly. And then we see that uh, when they're coming to, he's tied them up back to back, and he's he's draining monkeys of their blood
0: into a bucket. A bucket of monkey blood.
1: Yes, which uh, you wasn't know,
0: a, wasn't that a, a Corman movie? Bucket of blood. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We
1: did an episode on that. Oh yeah, a that's million cool. billion years ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll post it as a classic episode. A bucket of monkey blood. Well, bucket of monkey blood is the sequel they never made. Yeah, yeah. Unless this, the alternate title. of I this would movie. recommend
0: bucket of blood over this movie. Oh honestly. my god, yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in terms if, of being a better movie, if, I don't. It's like
1: if, if only for Dick Miller. He's so good in it,
0: yeah, and he in, in his own Dick Miller way. Yeah, this movie's entertaining, but it's not as entertaining as you think it, it could be. Yeah. All right, so let's 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 take this thing home because we're getting we're getting close enough to the end here. It's like there's a giant smokestack. And there's like, and there's the, a giant snake, and there's a giant snake. We and see Snake O Vision again. Snake-o-vision. It's like, and then a uh, Cube and J Lo are tied back to back, and they've got to like do that thing where they stand up you know, if you're tied back to back with somebody and you stand up with them. Well, here's, and then they stumble around a little bit.
1: So, the complication the one thing that change, changes this story from Moby Dick is that John Voight needs the snake. To be taken alive. So,
0: kind of like King Kong, really. More oh, than yeah. They else. shot the other snake. J Lo actually J-Lo shot J the Lo shot the other, snake. the other snake in the face. We of didn't a bunch. know that there were two giant snakes, but if there's one, why wouldn't there be another? This
1: one? is the Amazon, Eric. There's like a snake every like three square yeah. feet.
0: Well, I mean, I think that will, the first one, the one in the water that killed a. a or the the one that started to eat Kari were or, or whatever threatened them at that point. I think that was the king snake. This next queen, one is queen snake. I think this next one is the queen snake.
1: Oh, okay. I know one of
0: them is the queen snake because there's baby snakes. Baby snakes. Yes. And so they're so they're in this sawmill. Um, they uh, J Lo and Cube get out of their ropes by cutting them on a saw blade uh meanwhile john void is like tw- tw- twirling his his fuzzy mustache uh, which he doesn't have and uh, uh the snake attacks him yes eventually swallows him and then spits him out
1: well he gets swallowed and then the snake chases after ice cube and jlo but they're like okay we we know there's fuel here we need the fuel but we're going to sacrifice the fuel so that we can explode everything
0: we're going to explode the snake
1: yes right and <laughs> while that is all happening the snake menaces j-lo and as part of menacing j-lo it vomits john Voigt out of itself in front of her so oh,
0: when john Voigt gets swallowed by the snake that's the best shot in the movie you see like the the point of view from inside of the snake's oh, yes. gullet while it's swallowing john Voigt. that's really cool yeah i like that
1: part. it was gross but it was also kind of cool yeah uh, but yes, so so John Boyd is is barfed back up, and he winks at J Lo as if to say,
0: uh-huh.
1: "Ha ha, little bird." Yes,
0: it's like uh, uh, in Moby Dick when uh, sailors uh, lash to the whale, beckoning to the crew of the Pequod. You know, yeah, sort of, kinda. kind of, not really, not really. <laughs>
1: So essentially, in quick order, it
0: says at the beginning of the movie, to, to its credit, it gives us a little info crawl that says that these snakes are known for doing that.
1: Yeah. So it's, so it's, it it's, is like it's, a, it's set up. It's Chekhov smoking snake Smake barf. barf. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, but basically, the, the end of this movie is J-Lo uh, climbing up to the top of a smokestack while Ice Cube blows up the snake. Well, the snake
0: catches fire, so now it's a fire snake. Well, yeah. And it's chasing after them as a fire snake. In the water. In the water, and then it goes under the water. And oh, the snake's definitely dead. It can't come back after that, can it? It does. It was a fire. Yes, of course it does. does. It's yeah. a monster movie. It went underwater. It put out the fire. The snake's perfectly fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Totally fine. And then Cube hits it with an ice—not an ice pick, but like a like a—that <laughs> would be better. Actually, it would have been with an ice pick. That would have been cool. But ice no, Cube it's like with a, an
1: ice pick. Ah, uh, <laughs> it's like
0: a weird form of clue. Yes. No, he uses a pick axe. So a that is axe. an ice. That's an ice pick to the forehead. That's an ice Cube pick. An ice Cube pick to the forehead right. of the snake. Killing the snake! snake Hooray! Dead. Snake's dead. Cube's alive. J Lo's alive. Eric Stoltz wakes up, and then the Indian tribe shows up. Yes, and they're like, "Oh, let's film the Indian tribe." The mission, sh- sh- mission sh- Indians. Yeah. And then the movie abruptly ends, boom, it's over. It
1: it does. Like It's just like, oh,
0: Eric Stoltz is away? Cool. That's the best part of the movie is when it ends really quickly. It's (laughs) It's like, like, we're done. We promise. Well, I mean, they they tied up all the loose ends. They did. Everybody who's, uh, all the villains are dead. All the good guys who are going to die are going to die. And then the movie's over. And I think that both of us would say- that yeah, we could sort of weekly recommend this movie. It's not a good movie, but it's kind of fun to watch. All right. It's a cult movie for a reason.
1: Yeah, I mean that that would be the thing is if this is your cup of tea, if you like watching shitty movies like we do, and you haven't seen Anaconda, it's kind of one of those like boxes you gotta check. You know, it's like
0: Pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Like room. I was saying before, there's lots of movies that you you should definitely see. Even if they're old. Right. You know? And right. this is one that you kinda should see if you want to keep your you know, your cred.
1: Your your bad movie card. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, you know, it I one of the Razzies that this got nominated for, but I do not believe it won, was Best On Screen Romance or Best On Screen Couple, and it was John Voight and the Snake.
0: Well, they did have kind of a complicated romance. R- romance, together. they yeah. sure
1: did. So if you if you like beautiful movies full of love, then you should definitely check out Anaconda. Thanks for listening to Cinema Super Collider. You can find us online at anchor.fm, But you can also subscribe to our podcast via any of the major podcast networks, including the Apple Store, Spotify, and others. If you'd like to email us, you can reach us at cinemasupercast at gmail.com. Thanks, and we hope to see you again in the future.